0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Thinking Big Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Osborne, and today's episode is going to be an absolute game changer. We are so thrilled to have Marissa Nielsen, the Energizer Bunny herself, joining us to share her incredible journey and insights on how to live life rich in five core areas, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, physically, and yes, financially. that has empowered thousands of business owners and entrepreneurs worldwide. From turning a mere $5 into financial freedom and owning seven multimillion dollar businesses, she's now recognized as one of the nation's leading experts on building wealth, minimizing taxes, and repositioning profits. In today's episode, we're going to explore the importance of decision-making, mindset, and discovering the passion that sets your soul on fire. And if that's not enough, be sure to catch Marissa at the upcoming Live Life Rich Summit. It's absolutely free, and she has an incredible lineup of guests, including yours truly. I don't know how, but yes, I will be there. And we will provide valuable insights on living a rich life in every aspect. So without further ado, let's get ready to think big with the Energizer Bunny herself, Marissa and when we get done everyone will understand why i call her the energizer bunny because she has more energy than anybody i have ever known
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I do. It's let's get up and go. From the time my feet hit the floor in the morning, all of hell shakes and they go, "Oh crap, she's up." Rock and roll, baby. It's time to go to war.
0: She's here. She's ready. Now, I've been wanting to yeah. get you on this damn podcast for I think over a year. It's probably been about a year and a half since we, you know, since we met uh, in person in Nashville, and I'm finally yeah. getting to get you on the podcast. So thank you oh, again. Thank you so much for for being here with us.
1: Well, you're welcome. And the pleasure is all mine. Uh, You are a class act. And from the moment I met you, I'm like, wow, person of of influence and substance making changes in the world. So I'm excited to be here, uh, serve your audience, uh, serve your people. Uh, I love. Uh, I'm all about living life rich, and I want to help people do yeah. that. Yeah,
0: and so not only do I get to have you on the podcast, but I'm going to have the opportunity in the, in the very near future to actually be with you and work with you a little bit on your Live Life Rich Summit. And I am so looking forward to that summit. It's going to be an absolute blast for for me and I, and everyone that attends. I know is just going to be uh, you're going to over deliver. I know for a fact because I've seen you so many times just over deliver on the summit. So I can't wait for that as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this. We have an incredible, credible set of guests lined up. Uh, so I, we're going to talk about how you can live life rich in really five core areas of your life: emotionally, relationally, spiritually, physically, and of course, financially. Financially is what I'm known for. I'm a money and uh, business strategist. I help people with that. You know, fire the IRS, multiply your money put it to work for you, make, make all those things kind of come together. But I have got some incredible lineup of guests that are here to serve you. Um, and as part of that process, they're, they're coming in are they're, they're dropping gold in the interviews I had. Uh, I was like, please, I, I just, I want to do nine hours <laughs> of interview with each one of you. It's, and these are incredible, incredible, incredible leaders um, uh, in the world. So, uh, you know, that are our world renowned teachers speakers trainers in their fields and are are bringing bringing the goods bringing the best of who they are
0: yeah and you also so you also have the uh, you know a podcast under the same name the live life rich podcast and for me yeah. The biggest reward for hosting a podcast is actually meeting people, having guests on, and learning. Like I, 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 fully expect. And again, I told you at the beginning, I'm I have you on so I can learn. This is this, <laughs> this is some one-on-one Sean time to to learn what you have because <laughs> we all know this. You know, success leaves clues. It, it absolutely does. And you know, one of the things that you've shared in the past that I've heard you in the past talk about is your story of how you turned five dollars into <laughs> financial freedom. I want some of those clues. That's the clues yeah. <laughs> that I want.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in this area, I, I started my business, uh, my very first business. I own 7 multi multi-million-dollar businesses now today, and there's some processes that I've got in place, uh, you, you know, in creating systems, structures, and strategies for your small business, for your life, whether you work for a company or you work for yourself. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, to have a system, a strategy and a structure for your world is is incredibly important. So I, here's, here's, the, here's the story, right? Um, I'm broke. I'm living in a trailer court, two doors down from my mother. Um, I am uh, young and I have a brand new baby and I, I'm making like every bad decision you could make. <laughs> and, and somebody gave me a shot and they said, hey, um, you, if, you, if you make phone calls for us uh, that was an insurance agent, you make phone calls and you set up our appointments, uh, we're gonna give you a script and you're gonna get really good at the script and you're just gonna call people all day long and you're gonna make appointments for us with these old what they call orphan policy holders, people that no longer had an agent at that time uh, 30 years ago, right? And uh, I started making phone calls and I took each one of those days, this insurance gal would come to town three days a week and, and I literally booked her out from 8 a.m. in the morning till 9 p.m. at night was her last meeting. And I'm like, you're going to give me 5 bucks for every single one of these. And and she said, yeah. So I got really, really, really good. Like my success (laughs) ratio on this was because I'm broke. Keep in mind, I'm living in a trailer court. I can't buy baby diapers. I got nothing. You know, back in the day when you first start your business or you first start life, you're just worried about putting food on the table and paying your bills, right? And that's where I was. I'm just, you know, I didn't have any of this you know, illusions of grandeur, where I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna live this rich lifestyle and help other people do it." I didn't care about that. I'm just gonna be really honest with you. All I cared about that time was, "Can I feed my baby? Can, can I, can I be in a place where we're okay?" And so, uh, I, uh, I got good at this. And she then offered me uh, a, pis- a position, and she said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you this big uh, set of books, about a foot and a half high." And she said, you study these, and you're gonna get licensed as an insurance person. And I did, and and then no one would hire me because I was only 19 years old. So I got hired on with this really crappy company, and I'm not gonna say the name because that's how you get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I got hired on with this crappy company, and then this crappy company said, yeah, um, uh, we're going to send out some people to help you do this because I'd gotten pretty good. I started working the Kmart aisle, literally Kmart. For those of you who remember this company back in the day, it was the lesser version of Walmart. <laughs> if you can believe that they had that. Um, so I'd go through the Kmart aisle. I'd visit with other young moms and I'd say, Hey, do you have, a, you know, do you have a plan for paying for your baby's college? Do you have a plan for you know retirement? Do you have a plan for these things? I did not even know what most of this stuff meant. Quite frankly, I'm 19 years old. Uh, and I got good at it. So this insurance guy comes out, and he's he's that slimy, that slimy guy that you hear about. I got that guy, and so I met him in the hotel lobby uh, restaurant where he was staying. And he said, "Man, you're a you're a pretty girl. You're 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 doing great." He's like, "But you could be do, doing so much better." And um, and I I'd love to help you. And you know, if you help me, I'll help you. And, and slime ball, total slime ball. And, you know, and he was asking for. He, he was asking for a lot more than just coaching, <laughs> right? Yes. And I literally, everything in my spirit went, right? And, and so I, um, I had a decision to make in that moment. I was like, feed my baby, grow forward, uh, use this guy's help because he was known for helping you scale. Um, and get out of the trailer court or muscle through. And everything in my spirit said at that moment, "Hey, you can do this without this. You can. You're better than this. And don't you dare let this, because this will be the start of many if you do." And um, and I literally looked at him. I stood up and I said, "Listen, dude. One day I'm gonna I'm gonna get really really good at this, and people are gonna listen to my voice, and I'm gonna tell them this story about you, and, and about your tactics in." Training, which is total crap, and and I said I'm going to get really really good, and one day I'm probably just going to buy the company you work for and fire you. <laughs> and I got up and I left, and uh, and I got a hold of I went to the library, got a hold of every book I could about business, about finance, and I I got really good in insurance, won some awards. I started to look around and I said, what do people need? What do they want? Where do they need help? Because I heard this quote by a guy by the name of Zig Ziglar, it said if you help enough people get what they want, you can have your heart's desire and i realized that people people everywhere struggled with money people everywhere struggled with trying to pay their bills and build for retirement pay their you know get their kids to college and live a cool life take a family vacation and do do good stuff and and so i was like okay great so this is what i need to do so Uh, that led me into financial planning and investment advisory work, which then led me into tax strategies and uh, being a, uh, you know, owning a tax firm. And then that led me into legal strategies and and being a part owner in a law firm and helping people with that area. And, um, and so I went, I really began to master the core four: tax legal risk and wealth in business and in personal finance and got really, really good at it. And I just said, you know, I continue to ask that question as I look around every single day. So for all of you who are listening, if you're struggling in this area, what do people want? What do people need? Where are they suffering? Where are their pain points? How can you help them with your greatness with the thing that sets your soul on fire? And when you do it, you're awesome at it. And it lights you up and you go, "Woohoo! I found my place, (laughs) right? Like what that thing is for you. And so uh, I started a multi-multi-multi-million dollar business um, out of the basement of my house with five bucks uh, as my first start. And that's, that's how I turned $5 into financial freedom for me, for my family, and for thousands, literally thousands of my clients.
0: That is such an awesome story. And so I have a similar background as far as, you know, coming from absolutely nothing to, you know, building, do you, so here's my thought is that that builds such a desire in someone that to me, to me, if so for me, I, I look at being in that position as a gift because without that gift, I might never have had the burning desire to get the hell out of there. I mean, so again, I look at it as a gift, but that's such an amazing story. And it builds so much character. I don't think you would be, And obviously, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you would be where you are right now if you hadn't had that. And I think that's such a big thing.
1: No, it's it's so true. And I think that there are also decisions and choice time. Uh, And so you may have someone speak into your life. That's why your podcast is so important. Helping people think big. Helping them think bigger than where they're at. Helping them get exposed to a different idea you know, in, in my family, there's eight kids and we were living, I was living two doors down from my mother in the trailer court at this point. But when I was 14 years old, my mother asked me a question. We were living in this trailer court first year out of the, out of an abusive um, relationship with my dad. And uh, we'd moved in and we were safe, which was great, but we were super poor, like, like uh, trailer court poor, but poorer <laughs> because we didn't have heat in a North Dakota winter. <laughs> so my mom got a kerosene heater and we had, fished an old brown dumpster out of the out of the uh, or out couch out of the dumpster and we get this old brown couch my mom's laying on that somebody gave us a black and white tv and we're watching that save the children and uh, and I said mom we're like those poor people on tv but we're not just poor we're like super poor because they have food and they have heat and all we have is like blankets stapled to the windows and to the walls and we're all camped out aground around this kerosene heater and, and she said yes Marissa we're poor but you have a decision to make. You have a choice. You can be a victim or you can be victorious. What will you choose? And it stuck with me and all through my life, Sean, like all through my life. I hear this every time I've, I'm faced with a challenge, whether it's a medical challenge, a family challenge, a financial challenge, a business challenge, a relationship challenge, a health challenge, whatever it is. I hear this. You can be a victim or you can be victorious. What will you choose? And that set in motion for me personal development and i know that you're you this is you i mean like you are that guy right you got to get around people who are living life rich you got to get around people who are thinking big you've got to get around people that are thinking bigger you got to get around people that will challenge you whether that's a book Or back in the day, we used these things called tape sets. For all of you who are under 30, you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, right? Tape sets. My very first Tony Robbins tape set cost me $197 30 years ago. Personal power is what I bought. 12 sets of tapes with a little workbook that went with it. And I bought this tape set from Tony Robbins and I literally started just digging in. And I listen to that sucker like every day. And I went through and I did the exercises. And I'm like, if you want something different, you got to do something different. And that's
0: the key. You said you did the exercises. Most people will buy this stuff and they literally don't do the exercises that are in there. They just won't do it. And you know, I, I think that's – so yeah. you know, your, your whole thing of, of living life rich – and you know, getting around those people, getting around people, you know, that are thinking bigger. It is funny that when I speak to someone about living life rich or living life wealthy, I a lot of the time get, you know, either a negative comment or a negative vibe. And it's like, yeah. you are the devil. It's like, you know, money is the root of all evil. And it's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what being rich is about. Rich isn't about just sure. money. There's so much more to being rich and having a rich and fulfilled life.
1: Yeah. So this is, this is why I named it that because it's polarizing. Right. And I named it, um, for, for that very reason to challenge your thinking, because if that gives you a feeling when you hear that and you go, I don't know about that because that's one of them, like, you know, you know, present this out there. If you can think it, you can achieve it. People, right. (laughs) That's one of those people. And, and I'm like, no, it's really not. So for me, living life rich is about creating an environment, my environment of an environment of my choice where I can live free. I can live emotionally free. When I look in the mirror, I can love who I am instead of feeling like I'm not enough and I'm crap. I can look in the mirror and go, you know what? You are valuable. You are strong. You are kind. You are generous. You are loving. You are exactly what your family, your children, your mate, your people need. Yeah. Right? Uh, and when I look in the mirror today, I I can say those things. So emotionally strong, um, physically strong. And this is an area where I'm, I'm challenged in this one because I'm not at the place physically that I want to be in my health. And, and this is the one of my areas that suffer. So I'm a work in progress to live life rich. It's not about it being arrived in this place. It's about choosing to live well, choosing to live richly choosing to have great relationships around you. So my relationships are awesome. The people who love me, love me, and they know I love them. And, and the people that are in my inner circle, the people I get around, the people I want to be around, people like you, uh, they know I got your back, yeah. right? Like, you know, I have a friend, her name is Daniela, she lives in Romania right now. She's in, in uh, Italy. If, da- if Daniela called me and said, I'm going to need you to bring a couple hundred thousand dollars of cash in a, in a bag and meet me in whatever country tomorrow at, at noon, I would be there. No questions asked because she's my people. Yeah. Right? So my relationships are strong and I know she would do the same for me. She's got my back. Uh, so when I build relationships, when I say, hey, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to go down this road together, we're doing it. like We're full <laughs> on. And, and I got you back and you got mine. So emotionally strong, relationally strong, spiritually strong, you know, and whether you're, you know, a person of faith or belief or whatever, take a pill. I'm not here to convert you, but here's what I'm going to ask you. There's something in here that you want to be connected to whatever your connection is to that spiritual connection that you have lean in baby, because this, you got to tap into a source bigger than you. And I call that the faith source, whatever your faith is. Tap into that faith source because it will challenge your thinking to be bigger. Uh, uh, Financially, financially in this area, people buy into this crap that there is no better than here. (laughs) And that there... There there is a better than here. Better is better. And I'm not talking about more is better. I'm talking better is better. But the more that flows through me can flow to the people I love. The more that flows through me can flow into the things that I love, the organizations I love, the things that I want to do to literally crush poverty. I want to crush poverty. Poverty mindset, poverty emotionally, poverty relationally, poverty financially. I want to crush that. But we think if we write a check, it throws stuff uh, poverty will be gone. It does not. It starts here. It starts in our mind. It starts with this. And it starts with that declaration that I will live life rich regardless of my conditions and circumstances because life does not happen to me. It happens for me. And everything that I have will be, t- you just got me fired up now, <laughs> Sean. You got me fired. up. see my veins start to
0: pop. Energizer bunny. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Every- <laughs> Oh, I am taking my water pistols and I'm charging the gates of hell and I'm taking people with me. Right. Like uh, everybody get behind me. We're going, we're going right. But, but I believe, I believe when you buy into that, if, if that was the case, I would still be living in that trailer court, two doors down from my mother. Yeah. And there are hundreds of women in Costa Rica that now get to go to school because of the foundation that my, my partner and I have, uh, there there's a mountain where people are going to in Costa Rica to receive healing. They're going there on health journeys that, you know, as they're walking through my coffee plantation and my fields of, of organic fruit and they're, they're re- reconnecting with nature and life and they're standing in the sun and they're going, whoa, this, this is peace. This is true. Like this is something worth my time and my energy. And I think that there are three things that are connected: your time, your energy, and money. And where your focus flows, your energy goes. Absolutely. And so, if you say, if you say, "Yeah, broke is okay," and well, it's noble to be broke, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge your thinking in that. I'm gonna say it's not noble to be broke, and here's why: because there are people in your life that have been placed in your path that you could help. You could absolutely make a decision today that you could, you could change the direction. And when, when, when you're in desperation, you need someone to desperately change the direction and the trajectory of your life. And when you have financial resources, I can come alongside thousands of people and do that today. So it's not for me. I want to be rich. I want to be rich for you. I want to be rich for everyone I come in contact with, because now I can spend and invest my time, energy, and money in the people that I know. That want to grow, that want to make the world a better place.
0: Yeah, and i i, I honestly I honestly believe that if you didn't have that mindset, if you had the mindset that you wanted to be rich because it was just for you, that you might get it, but yeah. it's going to be short lived. That's how I believe. I, I yeah. think you have to, if you're going to, you have to give in order to receive. I, I, I that's just how how I how I think. And you you talked about you know yeah. the the mindsets of you know a uh, uh, you know a poor mindset or you know a, you know the rich mindset i think i think those are actually just they are they're programs their mindsets on how you yeah. think how you operate which dictates what you see in the world what you get in the world and having a you know success mindset is it, it if you don't have a, su- a success mindset you can change you <laughs> you can reprogram you can yeah. put in a you know a successful mindset now you mentioned uh you know a, yeah. about hanging around with people and about masterminding with people and it's like getting around these big energies getting around these big people you tap into resources you tap into vibrations you tap into you know the pots of these people and I know that you recently spent you know some time masterminding in in Vegas with some very big very successful people you know recently yeah. and what do you So when you're around these very successful people, what have you noticed on their mindset that is, or their perspective of life, their perspective of things that is different than other people?
1: Yeah. So the the first thing is, is they're asking better questions. They're not just asking for today. They're asking asking visionary type questions for three years, five years, 10 years. Where are they going to be? What's it going to look like? they, um, they're, they're asking the why questions uh, that I'm asking. And the why questions I'm asking is, why are we doing this? What does this lead to? Is this in the trajectory of what I really, really want? Is this part of my gifts and my skills and my talents? Um, And they're saying, how can we do more together? So I'll give you an example. I, I bought a mountain in 2018 in Costa Rica. And where that came from was in 2016, I went to um, Costa Rica to heal after my fiance died of cancer, and I, I was just real pissed at God. I was just I'm gonna just be real. Can I say pissed? You at can me? say whatever you want. That out. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was real mad. I was real mad. And I, I get to Costa Rica, and I'm at the top of this mountain, and I'm like, smite me, Almighty oh, Smiter! Like I can't believe that you know he he, he could have saved him, right? And I was in like the worst pain of my life. I felt like every part of me was bleeding out, but I was led there for a purpose. My my footsteps were ordered through that pain to get to the other side of what was beautiful. And I believe you could take from, from ashes in your life to beauty in your life. You can take that rise of the phoenix, right? And that that's not some junk that I'm just talking about. Ooh, let's let's get everybody all pumped up. This is real life stuff because people go through real pain and real struggle and real hardship. And when you're dealing with, you know, drugs and alcohol addictions in your family, when you're dealing dealing with the loss of a loved one, when you've had to say goodbye to someone over suicide, when your business has just failed for no reason other than COVID hit and now you're screwed because you didn't have a plan in in place to prepare for those things. And there's all these reasons, right, that people go through all this pain. And I believe that pain is absolutely an opportunity. When I look at it, I look at pain very differently. And I I assess it and I look at it and I say, okay, what next? But I had to go through that pain to get me out of where I was, out of my empire building over here, to get me to Costa Rica, to walk through that mountainside, stand in the sun, and realize there was more to it. And, and, and I sat around a, c- a table with a group of leaders, and this is why the questions and who you're with are so important. And we asked the question, what must we do that, together? What must we do together that's so big for any one of us? We, could, we can't do it alone. And we began to think about building sewing schools for women in a two-year mentorship program and helping them come out of poverty with what was their choice, not ours, not the great Americans that were coming in to save the day, but what do the people want to do? And how could we support them in their, in their world? And, and two years later dropped in my lap. And when I say that I had the cash to buy it. So there was part of that. Right. But literally right before all this happened, uh, I received these huge deals that all came through at the same time. And to the penny, to the penny, this, this mountain came up for auction and I bought it with my business partner and we started, um, And they call it, by the way, a coffee plantation. I call it a coffee farm, and they get mad at me. They say, no, no, it's a coffee plantation. (laughs) Like, okay, sorry, dude. Uh, But and, And we started an organic fruit farm and Blue Mountain Farms and an Airbnb, which is now built into a retreat center and a teak farm. And we have all of these things here, which people are now working the land and receiving double the income that they would have received had they worked for anyone else in that region, doubling. We're doubling those wages. And they're owning a chunk of it with us. But this is not my mountain. The vision came from wanting to serve others. Yeah. yeah, And we've got a healing center there now. You want to come and you've gone through these t- tremendously terrible things in our life. And sometimes we just need to take a step back and say, you know what? In your 80-year journey or your 90-year journey on this planet, can you take two weeks? Can you take 10 days? Can you, can you take some time for you? to heal to move forward to get a clear vision of what you want because when your vision is clear your decisions become easy absolutely and so yeah anyway that's that's where getting around to those kind of people those kind of people will challenge me to think bitter they'll they'll think different you know i was with brandon dawson if you've not studied this guy he's a like an absolute Well, he's a a massive leader in this world uh, of business and finance, and he's grown and scaled well over 150 companies into you know 350 million dollar companies, from startups to real scale ups. And I I want to get around guys like that. How'd you do that? How did you give people the sources? What were all the things that went into your processes? What were all the things that? And and tell me about. What did you have to think? And what did you have to say? And what did you have to do? And who did you have to get connected with? And what are your skills? And what are their skills? I have questions all day long flowing out my soul uh, about visionary questions on almost like Iron Man. Have you ever seen Iron Man? That movie oh, yeah. Iron Man. You know, he pulls it from the sky and he builds <laughs> out these super cool things. That's how my brain thinks when it comes to business, money, and strategy.
0: And so, talking about strategy, because one of the things you said is, you know, the, you know, you went through that. It was very painful. You you went there. Yeah. To me, we have to go through these pains to, you know, again. I think it's there's there's there's, a, a, there's always a reason if we if we are willing to see it. If we are willing to see the reason why we're going through things. But you said something that you had at the time. You know, you came into this, and and you had the resources. You know, you had things in place because you had strategies. Now, I want to take you back to 2000. This is way, you know, back, back to 2000. I sold my first company. yeah. yeah. You know, I had come into it at yeah. the time a sizable, you know, multi-seven figures, which for me was, you know, the biggest, you know, more than I'd ever awesome. thought about making. You know, so this was a huge thing. And the only thing I could think about was, Sean, how do I not f this up and lose right. everything. how
1: do i not lose
0: it that's, 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 lose that's everything it? <laughs> that's what i thought about like i was okay how do i not screw this up and lose everything because yes. i did not have any strategies i did not know how to you yes. know have my money work for me i didn't know any of that and i just had no way to do it because it was i think you talk about it as you know Future-proofing your assets or future-proofing your life—I had none of that. Yes, and none of that. So, how? What are some of the strategies or some of the things that you know people listening can at least look into to look at to start saying, okay, when that mountain comes up for sale, I'm going to have what I need to, you know, to do what I need to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think you have to first assess, I, I create, this is what I help people do. I help them create a GPS for life, right? And what is that? That's a guided planning system. And the first thing you need to do is you need to assess where you're at. What are your current resources that you have today? The very first thing you need to do is you need to assess where you're at. And as you're doing that assessment, the next thing you need to do is you need to ask the question, what is it that I want, right? And then why do I want it? And really make sure you understand the seven levels of why. Because if you don't understand the seven levels of why, you're going to either quit or fail sometime along the way. And then you're going to ask yourself, well, why did I fail? Well, it's because you didn't ask the seven levels of why, right? Or the seven levels of how come. I have a clarity coach Uh, a couple times a year. I get together on any big projects and I say, I want to make sure I have full clarity in this. So challenge my thinking, right? And so assess number one, where you're at. And then number two, those why questions. Now there are five questions that I ask in every discipline in my life, every single one. And, and they're really, really simple, but they are stinking hard. They are real hard. So write these questions down. Why, what, who, how, and when? Why is your purpose, right? So if you're saying, well, I want to, I want to make some money and I want to do these things. Why? Because I want to be financially free. Well, why do you want to be financially free? And then you take yourself through that set of questions the the why questions and make sure you're really really strong on that why and then the next step is what what do I need to do what do I need to do well or what do I want those are those are two parts of the what questions and then the third question is who can help me who do I know that's farther along than where I'm at and maybe maybe they're not a hundred steps above you today maybe they're two or three and you just need to get the two or three steps because sometimes this is a mistake that we make too. We we're, you know, I, I we talked about this before we we, we pressed uh, record. We said, hey, some of my clients don't need me. They need someone else like me, but at a different level, yeah. right? And so they need a personal financial planner to work with them. They don't need a full-out money and business strategist. They need a personal financial planner. So you got to ask the right questions. Who do I need? Who can help me? Who's got the answers to fast track this physical situation that I'm in today. And then when you go from who, then they go to the how. And the how is, what are we going to do to get that thing done? How are we doing it? What are the strategies we're going to put in place? What's the tactics we're going to put in place. What are we going to deploy daily to get this thing done? Because small actions over over time will create great change in your life. Small actions over time will create great change. I'm going to go back to this bigger vision of you have a big turning point in your life like you did in just a minute, Sean. But you get these five core questions down. This is key. And then the last question is when. When will I do it? When will I be accountable that's part of the who, who will make me accountable. So I go back to those five in every single decision-making process. Why, what, who, how, when? Why, what, who, how, when? If you get that down, holy crap, there's nothing you can't do on the market. There's, there's literally, I absolutely believe there's nothing you can't do. You've got a passion in your heart. you got a goal in your heart. you got something you want. You're going after it. You ask those five questions and you get really clear on your team that helps you do that. There you go. But here's what happens. Fear holds people back. Fear fear, and belief systems, uh, you know, the BS that we have every single day, we have these broken systems that we're operating back from crap you heard when you were a kid about you don't deserve this or why do you ask so much and who do you think you are? <laughs> do you ever, you ever heard oh, that yeah. before? Because I heard it a lot <laughs> in my life. Yes. Yeah. And here's the best one. Why can't you just be happy with what you've got? Why do you need to work so hard? Because I'm driven not by, I'm not driven by money. I'm driven by purpose. And so I get up every day and I'm like, yes, I'm going to get it today. I'm going to help these people today. I'm going to go add value today. I'm going to go make a difference in the world today. I'm going to make sure that I am the Emerson quote. (laughs) And if you've never heard this Emerson quote, basically here's what it says. And I'll I'll give you the the last couple of lines. It says, you know, if, if just one person Breathed easier today because I existed. Then, then my life was then my life was valuable and worth it. And I, I reframed the quote so you wouldn't have to go through all of that. But that's really the, that's the gist of yeah. it, right? Um, and so when you think about those points, when you come to that place where you've made some success in your life and you're like, woohoo! I finally got some things happening, right? And you sell this company and you made some money, or you've built some cash flow, you've built some dollars. Um, and you get to that point point, you say, well, now what, what do I do? So I just don't mess it up. <laughs> so the, the question, instead of asking, what do I do? So I don't mess it up. There's a better question. What would be a better question to ask yourself? than, how do I not mess it up? How do, how do I make this grow for something that I'm passionate about? How do I make this become uh, a, a tree, that a a seed that now will will literally grow trees for generations and fruit for generations for people to eat from? How do I make sure that I create the healthy habits in my life to honor the blessing I've received? How do I use this to create more value in the world? Um, And so I would ask you questions, Sean, about your own life and say, hey, if you received a couple million dollars here, you know what do you love, Sean? What do you love? What what lights you up? What sets your soul on fire? What gets you so excited that you would do it if you didn't have any money at all, if money were no object, right? Or or if or, or if all your means were met. And then there are three places that you can position your money, and they're real simple. There's three places you can position your money. You can invest in your own business and grow that sucker and multiply the money there and. And and create some beautiful K ones that produce cash flow for you to be able to help other people and yourself and your family. You can number two, you can invest in other people's businesses, and you go invest in companies that are doing the stuff in the world that you love. They're making money and they're creating dividends. And we know that there are certain companies in the world that aren't going away, right? Uh, People are absolutely addicted to this. They're addicted to their cell phones. They're addicted to their technology. Literally, there's like they're actually addicted to it. There's a study for people that are under 25 that will not take a job if they had to check their cell phone at the door, literally, they just, they won't, even if they made more money, if they could not access their social media and their cell phone during the day, they would not take the job even for more. That's money. like
0: saying, don't breathe while you're here. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You mean I can't breathe while I'm here. So
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, because we're programmed and, and they've been programmed into it. And and it's addictive, so there are three places you can invest your money. You can invest in your business, you can invest in other people's businesses, and you can invest in real estate. And people will need those three places forever, right? They're going to need whatever problem your business solves. So if you're going to invest it in your business, the first question I'd ask you is, what problem do you solve in the world? And do, and do people know yeah. it? And 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 is it is it so painful? Here's the here's the follow up question. It's not just what problem do you solve. Is it so painful that they will pay you to solve that problem with or for them? With or for them?
0: Yeah, I think that's that. That is our companies. <laughs> if you don't have that, you're not gonna. Yeah, you, we're not gonna have companies. So, see yeah, my yeah. so my whole thought process back then was I'm just gonna throw it in the stock market and pray. Oh, boy, yeah. Okay. It didn't work out very well. well. Where yeah. were you 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Well, geez, Sean, I mean, we're
1: at, time and place is meant for everything, so I'm here now, man. What do we need to do now? What do we need to do? Let's let's go take your life back, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Let's go get it. Yeah,
0: it. So one of the talks that we had back, you know, way back, it's a little, going off script a little bit, but one of the topics that you brought up is people transitioning from like a corporate world to their own yeah. – companies to early retirement to doing, you know, you have processes and you have strategies to be able to take people from, you know, later in their careers and and corporate and transition them safely over to other areas where their money is safe, where they're making money, where they're, you know, you have all these strategies for that. And that's, so that was one of the first reasons that I wanted you on the podcast is like, man, that is such a huge thing that people who aren't in, who don't do what you do, just have no idea that all of these things were available to them, that, that they can you know, work, yeah. I don't want to say work the system, but there's ways that you can work the system to where you benefit more than, uh, than if you don't.
1: Yeah, so just really practical, practical strategies on this. Let's talk about that really quickly because if you're transitioning today and you're saying, I'm going to move out of my corporate America job or my corporate job and to do something either privately or, or I, want to, I want to create a second chapter of my life doing what I really, really love, I'm going to ask you, first of all, what do you really, really love? And then I'm going to ask you, what what does it cost you today for the lifestyle you want to lead? What's the trade you're making? Because we're all trading. Every one of us on this planet are trading our time, our energy, and our money for something. And so for people who have not yet transferred out of their corporate world and they say, well, I'm just doing the job because of the money and I kind of hate it, but I'm doing it because the money's so good. uh, I'm going to say, at the end of the day, you're trading your life for something here. So if there's another way and you could find a way, if there's another way, and I believe that there is, by the way, because if you believe there's not a way, there's always a way.
0: Always a way. <laughs> oh. Always a way. Always a way. Gotta be resourceful. And
1: for me, I am there's always a way if I'm committed. <laughs> there is always a way. Always. And, and you know, that's my old Tony Robbins programming. <laughs> so what you programmed yourself with, and you may have been programmed by the wrong book. Yeah. And I, and I believe that I'm living proof of this. And so many of my clients are living proof of this. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about Laura. Laura has recently transitioned. Uh, she, she met me two and a half years ago. And she said, I want to transfer out of my corporate job. And I said, Laura, let's take an assessment of where you're at. You need to do this, 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 and this. She's a corporate gun for hire for HR. So now she comes in as a consultant. She makes double what she was making before, takes the jobs that she wants, and works half the year. That's <laughs> and, and yeah, that's, right?
0: That sounds like a win-win for, for anybody, you know.
1: <laughs> win-win. And so what we did is we said, okay, if, if it doesn't if it doesn't all work out immediately because it took her about a year to build this, right? We had to build out her brand, we built to build out her offering, we had to solve the pain point problems, we had to take them from the pain to the promise in the offering that she had, and I, I helped her with that as a strategist. And then from there, I said, okay, now, who do you know? Let's leverage your resources. Who do you know in the industry? You've been doing this for 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, 25 years, 10 years. Who do you know? Because you met people along the way and your resource network is as valuable as your skills. Who do you know? Who have you served? Who did you make a difference for? Who did you do a kick-ass job for that can give you a recommendation, right? And and if if you're good, you're going to get a bunch of those, right? And, and you may not even be able to recognize those until a coach or a strategist pulls them yeah. out of you. And so the second thing that we did after we, after we did this, is we said, what are your resources? Because a strategy is just literally organizing your set of resources into a repeatable pattern that you can repeat over and over again for the outcome you want to achieve. That's it. Just take your current set of resources and say, what do I have? And how do I get a pattern out of this? And I, I, you know, you and you, you and I are cut from the same cloth here. We're pattern people, right? I'm looking for it all the time, people. So, so I asked her the question, I said, what do you have? You know, her, her husband had brought in some income. They had a little rental property over here. They had her retirement plan over here. They had early pension that they could do over here. And I said, this is all you really need to make per month to meet your current lifestyle needs. And I said, if your prop, if your the problem solve is big enough, you can double the rate that you have. And turns out it was. Now we had to market that. We had to get the right language in place so people knew who she was, what she did, what problem she solved, how she would make that happen. And it took about six months. So this was not a, a short thing. It took about six months. But I I believe just about everyone that's listening that wants to trans transition from where they are to where they want to be takes about six months. You need about six months. You need a money strategy. You need a business strategy. And and you need a marketing strategy. You need those three things. And all marketing is, is generating leads for people to know who you are and what you do. And, And a business strategy is how do you take those into those four departments and make money with it? How do you capitalize on what you're awesome at? How to use the giftings that you have and go out and create a kick ass day that you get to control? Whoop whoop! Can I get a hell yeah or an amen from to yeah. anybody today?
0: All right, right. So
1: okay, I, I get I get really excited. My vein starts to pop, and Sean's over here looking at me. He's like, "Oh my god, she's gonna here she goes, here. Out.
0: buckle up!" I get so
1: excited about it because I'm like, man, you do not have to live in this job or in this place anymore. You just got to organize your resources. And and when you know how to do that, I'm a who. So I ask you those five questions. Why, what, who, how, when? I'm a who. I'm a who. For many people, I help them with, what do you need to do now? How do you get this done? And when will you do it? Because once you know your why and the what, then the who, how, and when fall into place. And so when you think about your resources that you have, um, there are places on the marketplace today that you can put those dollars, if you got a million dollars sitting in your 401k, and you say, I'm going to put some over here and get a guaranteed 5% or 6% payout for life. And, and I'm going to take, you know, 30,000, 50,000, 100,000, whatever the numbers is that I have here. Then I've got my pension accounts. I've got retirement accounts. I've got cash and equity in my home. I've got um, I've got dollars today that I could be working together. I literally just came off of a women's uh, I have a, I have a live life, rich ladies mastermind group. It's a small business women group. There's 13 women in this group. One of the women in the group um, is a real estate mogul. She's amazing. And she literally, I believe collaborations are the new currency. And so I put these women in a room, and I and all of these women are interested in real estate. So I picked her specifically for this mastermind group because I said, "Listen, you're interested in teaching this. They're interested in learning this. Can we collaborate? We're going to take her fifty thousand and her hundred thousand and his. Uh, pardon me. Her, uh, her, the sale of the but the divorce. This woman just came through, uh, and so we're taking his." proceeds from the business that she was part of and which sounds rough to all of you who have gotten divorced recently and somebody's taken a portion. I'm sorry uh, I'm the who on the other side of that too. Um, uh, I wrote a navigating divorce book and uh, people are like, oh my god this you're very scary I said, well you know you had to understand strategy right it's, it's just business. It's a business takeover that's what you did you just took over the marriage takeover Anyway. Gotta have a little fun with it. I, I went through divorce, so take deep breaths. Okay, so we took those dollars and we take all those and we pull them together and now we've got enough for a 20-unit multifamily, right? 20-unit multifamily. So 20 units, whereas none of these women could have done it on a loan and they don't have their own expertise on their own, but through a collaboration, now we got you know, a multifamily that they're gonna be able to buy into and they can leverage and they can leverage. We can leverage the collective wealth. And you can get into something that you could have never dreamed of doing on your own for maybe another ten or twenty years. But we got to start thinking outside the box. What do you have? What could you do with it? One option is no options. Two options is a dilemma. Three or more is where I play. I'm always looking for three options or more. So I, I, I just ran. I just ran over that one. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> no, that is
0: awesome. That's that's what we're, That's why I had you on here. So here's the thing. It's. <laughs> I think you touched on something that is just so big, and that is. The relationships. I, I truly think that business, like we've transitioned from, you know, how we operate nowadays. I think that relationships and who you know is going to be the biggest thing for people moving forward in the next ten years. I really, I really do. It is to me that it is that important. To as you said, it's not what you know; it's who you know, and and that is just so so big. That is that is huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And here's the question. If you're not where you want to be in positioning for relationships, then what? I'm going to ask you, what are you investing in? Because if you say, I have this dream and I have this thing that I want to do, here's the question I'm going to ask you. Who's doing it already? Who around you is doing it? Maybe they're not around you. Maybe it's someone you can learn from virtually. Maybe it's someone you can learn from in a in a virtual community where maybe you don't have um you you don't have at this time the time energy or capacity to get into a conference and go spend a week in a room with Grant Cardone, a real estate mogul, or with Brandon Dawson, uh, a scaling expert, literally a scaling expert. Hundreds of businesses scaled. You know the guy's a billionaire, right? Maybe you're not in that place. Maybe. Maybe you're not there yet, but here's what, what can you do? Where can you go? What do you need to learn about right now? And then sink your teeth into that thing and start there, start there. Uh, and, And so those relationships, then the other part is who, who are you connected to? Who's in your past that maybe is doing something different that you'd like to learn about? I'm a big, big fan of mastermind groups. Um, I've been part of many different mastermind groups. I've been part of an international mastermind group. Uh, I was part of that one for three years. Uh, and we had, you know, a member that was, um, you know, she worked at the UN, uh, serious influencer in the world. If you work at the United Nations, you got a little bit of pull in the world. Um, we had, uh, someone who was out of London. We had, uh, a business owner that was out of Poland. We had a business owner that was out of Pittsburgh, Uh, myself, we had just a whole wide variety of different types of businesses as well. And we said, you know, again, what can we do together that we can't do alone? How do we leverage our networks? What do you need? Who do you know? What do I need to know? So there's three questions I ask. What What do I need to learn? What do I need to know? And what do I need to do? So who do I need to know is another way of stating that. Who do I need to know? What do I need to learn? And then what do I do with it? Because learning for the sake of learning, that's really nice. I know a lot of really educated people that are broke.
0: <laughs> and not happy. Right?
1: Their lives suck. Yeah, their yeah, lives suck. They're not living rich. They go home every day. They live Groundhog Day. And then they say, God, one day I wish I I wish I would. And then they're 82 and they look back on their life with regret and they go, man, I wish I would have. Yep. So if, you, if you're in the I wish I would, I wish I could phase, let me set you free today. You are not a treat get up. You are not planted. Get up. (laughs) You can move. You can do something different to have an entirely different life. You are one decision away, one true decision away from an entirely different life, financially, emotionally, relationally. If your spouse looks at you like a zero instead of a hero, you are one decision away in your marriage, in your relationship with that person today, your children, your mate of, of being a hero. Hold on.
0: Hold on, hold on. So you mean that I'm just one decision away from my wife thinking I'm a hero and not a zero?
1: (laughs) Yes, Sean, you got this. Let me help you with this, buddy. Damn. Let me help you. Where were you? Let me help you with this. I will give you this. I will give you this. There is a book out there. There There's a book out there called The Love Dare. That's a decision you will make. Will you take The Love Dare? I will take it. It's a a 40-day journey. You get this book, you go on a 40-day journey, you follow the steps for 40 days, and I'm telling you, if you're in a place uh, where things are bad, I wish I would have had this book before I divorced. I did not. I did not, and I found it afterwards, and I believe I found it afterwards because I had to go through that pain to be where I'm at, to help other people, and to speak authentically from a place of knowing that now my relationship, I'm in a relationship with someone today And it is freaking awesome. Like I've been in a relationship for three years and it's like, I met him three months ago. You know how when you first meet someone and it's all hot and it's all fun (laughs) and it's all like super sexy and everything's like, right. And you see them and everything in you lights up. And literally I'm just talking about him right now. And the hair on the back of my (laughs) neck is standing up. And, And he looks at me like I'm sunshine and air. And I look at him the same way, and I'm like, dude, I cannot believe I get to do this, right? And we've been very strategic, right? And we've been uh, I haven't seen him now for three weeks, so I'm going home tomorrow, and I got a weekend warrior <laughs> planned, right? So I'm not going to tell you what we're doing, but I got a weekend warrior planned. All
0: I can say is he's probably and, in trouble.
1: <laughs> don't sleep,
0: baby. Don't sleep.
1: Sleep now. Sleep now, because you ain't now. when I get home.
0: <laughs> oh, but <laughs> right? yeah, so I think that, oh, go but, ahead.
1: Yeah. So those types of things, that's what a rich life means. And if you want a rich life, you got to get into rich rooms. Yeah. You got to get around people that aren't talking about their spouse. Like, oh man, I got to talk to the old bag today or God, I, the guy can't ever do anything right. You got to get around people that go, man, what do you see? Right? Like I see something awesome. Sean, he's a good looking guy. He's smart. He's fun. He's driven. He's doing cool shit in the world. Whoop, whoop. Like, if I had a conversation with your wife, it'd take about 30 <laughs> seconds uh, uh, to get going. And about 30 minutes later, she's going to be like, I got a freaking prize here, right? Hold on to that guy.
0: Damn right. Right? Damn right.
1: And yes, and you got to own that space because I know my value. Yeah.
0: It, it,
1: and he sees it and I see it. Seeing in you. that? So. Yeah
0: you i know your you know podcast it's live life rich and you you do that but you truly i'm just telling you you truly breathe that energy that you absolutely live life rich it's it's not ju- so it's not yes. just a podcast it's not just a summit and by the way i'm oh, yeah. super excited to be on this on the live life rich thank summit you, it's going to be so so amazing but you truly live Living life rich, and here's the thing: it's it's not it's not just that you see it, but you you exude it. I, I mean, it's like you you sweat Man. richness. It's it's everything yeah. about you. So yeah. it's it's very clear that you are a hundred percent, you know, into what you are doing and what you are teaching and what you are about. So I want to thank you for my one-on-one coaching today. I really. I really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> Man, you know what, dude, you're doing such great work in the world and you're speaking a voice into people that really need it. We've been, we've been driven uh, to a place, to a draining place in our world, right? And we, you know, we, hear, we hear about these drainers and drivers in our life and people, people are living a groundhog day version because they, they, they can't get set free. And, and if you want to get set free, it begins with you making a decision and you have to get around people who will help you manage that decision. Yep. That's why you have this yep. podcast. Thinking Big is not just about woohoo stuff, right? It's about practical strategies to help people. Let's get a plan together. What does that look like? Give me your three, your why, what, who, how, when. That's strategy. Yeah. And it's, and it's implementation of that strategy. So if you want a better relationship, you want a better life, you want a life of freedom. You want a life that for the, that you don't look back and live with regrets. I I don't, I don't want to go, I don't want to go to the end of my life and say, man, I wish I would have gone bigger. I wish I would have been like more all in. I wish I wouldn't have, I wish I wouldn't have lived in fear. I wish I would have lived out in faith instead of fear. Go get it. like. You didn't you didn't come to this room by accident. You did not get into this room by accident. You didn't listen to this episode by accident. You came here for a purpose. You needed the message. You needed to hear it. And it's not because of me and it's not because of Sean, but it's because of you that we are here. And we're going to, I'm getting you water pistol, Sean. I'm gonna you and you and I are gonna charge the gates of hell together, yeah, buddy. Right.
0: <laughs> me with just a probably yeah. a tad bit less energy, but hey, I'm there. <laughs> I'm right, I'm Got right you. there with you. I got you buddy. <laughs> oh, Marissa, thank you so much for for being on the show. And I know the listeners are going to gonna eat this eat this stuff up. And again, you know, your podcast, Live Life, uh, Rich podcast, people listening go tune in. I'm telling you tune into that podcast because if, if you like this podcast, I guarantee you're going to like Marissa's. It is such an amazing uh, podcast. And in the show in the show notes, we're going to have a link to the Summit. I want to invite everybody to the Summit because I'm telling you, oh, it's going to be an amazing summit. It's you do not want to miss this. So, in the show notes, go look at it. We will have links there uh, to the podcast to everything. But oh, thank you so much. This has been this has been amazing. I just love your energy. It's just, uh, see me. I have I have very little energy, but even after you, I'm like I'm like starting to shake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I got you, buddy. You you know what? There's anything I can do to, to serve you or your audience in the world. I know if you're listening to this, uh, there are there are all sorts of resources out there. So don't wait. Do something. Take some action within the next 24 hours. Do something different to get it to get the life you want. You deserve it. You're, it's waiting for you on the other side of that decision. And and I know it's scary, but there are all sorts of other ones here. So I'm I am the ref, I am the reformed workaholic. I, I am the I'm the one that I, I I'll tell you all day long. I believe in you, borrow my belief for five minutes and know that you can too. If a kid from the trailer courts can do it, so can you. If Sean can do it, so can you. If Marissa can do it, so can you. We are no different than you just in a little different space today, right? So let's do this together. Let's live life rich together and thank you for helping us think bigger. think making making a decision like you've done, Sean, you are your class act, Uh, I'm I'm super grateful that you allowed me to be with you today and with your audience. If there's anything I can do to serve you, you only need to come. I'm here
0: for you. Thank you. Thank you so much.